enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're talking about teenagers and adolescents and all the things that kids go through. I'm going to share six stories from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive for Teens. And it actually contains life lessons that apply to all of us adults too. Whatever we teach our teens, after all, applies to the rest of our lives. So these tips are reminders for us about being true to ourselves, speaking up when we see something's wrong, counting our blessings, and some other great advice that we tell teens and need to hear ourselves. So this is a new book for teens and in a new format. We made the book smaller and easier to carry around, less daunting to read, and of course at a lower price as well. And we made it fun for teens with quizzes and inspirational quotes and pages that look more like they're from a magazine than a book. When we put together these new books for teens and preteens, I envisioned them being used as Christmas gifts, ones that will be opened over and over again. So we know the teenage years are both exciting and scary, and there are lots of ups and downs for teens. So here are six tips I'm sharing from this new book for teens. First tip, be you, not someone else. So we have a story from Brienne Monette that illustrates this. She was surprised when this very fashionable girl named Ashley started hanging out with her, especially because Brienne had spent all of ninth grade without making any close friends. But she and Ashley attended summer school together and their friendship continued into the new school year. Brienne says she was all of the things I wanted to be. But then one day, Brian overheard Ashley and her friends talking. And Ashley was saying with her friends that Brian was a loser and was always trying to copy her. Brian ran home and told her mother, who said, just be yourself and people will like you for who you are. That was when Brian decided to stop crying and discover who she was. She got a part in the school play, made new friends, and had an incredible school year after all. Brian says those mean girls were actually right. She was copying Ashley. And she ends her story by saying, despite the pain I felt that day, it was a gift they had given me. They opened my eyes. The things that they said about me were true. I was just following, trying desperately to fit in. So that really flows right into our second tip, which is you deserve respect, starting with self-respect. And Christine Dixon tells us that she had asked her boyfriend, Jack, to go shopping with her when she needed a new swimsuit. As she tried on bikinis for him, he got a funny look on his face and then said, I just think you should lose a few pounds if you want to wear a bikini. Well, Christine joined a gym the very next day. And there she met a guy named Brian, who was surprised when she said she needed to lose weight in order to wear a bikini. Christine says, when I broke up with Jack for making me feel bad about myself, Brian and I began dating. He never once told me I needed to lose weight. He just supported what I wanted. Most importantly, he liked me just the way I was when I first walked into the gym. Now here comes tip number three, and this is a skill that kids need to learn. This tip is reach out and show compassion. So Lisa Solarzano Pettit thought that it would be inappropriate for her to show up at the funeral for her friend Brian's father. After all, she had never even met his father. 
But then her mother explained that going to a funeral is to comfort the living and that Brian would appreciate it. But Lisa was only in ninth grade and she was nervous about going to a funeral. Her mom stayed right by her side though. Lisa says, we didn't do anything extraordinary that day. We didn't have fond memories to share with Brian. We didn't make food or even take flowers. We were just there. But she says Brian was grateful for their presence and she learned a lesson for life. If friends are grieving, go to them. So here's one of my favorite stories in the whole Chicken Soup for the Soul library. And this is tip four from our new book for teens, Speak Out When Something is Wrong. So Alexis Streb wrote that she had never spoken up when she heard kids making fun of kids with disabilities. But then her little brother was diagnosed on the autism spectrum and she became more aware. When Alexis's band teacher told her class they were, quote, playing like the kids on the short bus, Alexis was shocked. She says, this was an adult and I thought adults would be more careful about what they said. Apparently, ignorance comes in all different ages. The entire room was laughing when I raised my hand. I wasn't sure what I was going to say, but I wanted to be heard. Alexis bravely told off her teacher saying, I don't think we should make fun of the short bus because there are a lot of people in that bus who have great personalities and have the same feelings we do. The classroom went quiet and everyone stared at Alexis and the teacher apologized. Alexis says it was embarrassing and difficult, but she didn't care because she says, I had spoken the truth and what others in the class were probably thinking. I had taught everyone something. And while everyone in the classroom was being a follower, I had decided to take a different path. Now, here's a good tip for kids because sometimes they don't really know how to be grateful for things. So tip five is learn to count your blessings. And this story is from Diane Stark, who tells us that when she was in high school, she thought that Megan Williams, who was the most popular girl in the school, was just too perfect and probably unlikable. But then she ran into Megan at the drugstore one weekend and she found her to be friendly. And then when they walked out to Diane's car together and Megan saw that someone had written, I love you, you are beautiful, and I believe in you on the windows of the car, she commented that she didn't know Diane had a boyfriend. Diane explained that it was her father who wrote those nice things. And suddenly Megan had tears in her eyes and said, your dad did that? Your dad took the time to write on your car windows just to, you know, make you feel good? Megan said that her father would never do anything like that. She added, I'd give anything to have a family like that. The two girls became friends, and months later, Megan admitted, I was so jealous of you. People think I have this great life, but I have struggles too. Diane says that Megan showed me that I was the lucky one after all. And finally, and this is a very important issue for teenagers, especially girls, our tip six is have a healthy relationship with food. So Fallon Kane tells us that she loves to cook, which she knows is unusual for a 17-year-old. What makes it even better is that Fallon overcame an eating disorder that started when she was 15 and made a New Year's resolution to lose weight. She says, it started out innocently enough. I cut out chocolate milk and juice in favor of water and scaled down my portions. I already loved running and was a member of a gym, but it kicked my workouts up a notch. Unfortunately, 
For Fallon, losing weight became an obsession. Thankfully, though, she was still willing to watch cooking shows on TV as a substitute for actually eating. And somehow, watching those shows made Fallon realize that food is fun, not some scary thing that makes you fat. She also had started to get pressure from the school nurse and from her mother as she became so thin. Now, Fallon says, I recognize that I need to put nutritious food into my body, but I also know that the occasional pizza and the more than occasional piece of chocolate will not hurt me. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive for Teens, visit chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll find the book there. You can look at the front and back covers. You can read more about it. And there's also a book trailer where I show you how the book looks inside and I share several stories from it. You can find the book on Amazon and wherever else you like to buy your books. And please come back for our next episode to hear two stories from our new Christmas book about how you can use the holidays as a perfect time to repair family relationships, address problems, and make a new start, all enabled by that holiday spirit that surrounds us at this special time of year. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.